It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On MLB Fantasy Minute is presented by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the most fun I've had playing daily fantasy baseball and winning up to 25 times my money. Download the app today and use the code Locked On MLB for a first deposit match up to $100. Exploring my skills on Prize Picks this season adds an extra layer of excitement to daily fantasy sports. With just a few taps, you can transform $10 into $1,000 if you've got the skills. Prize Picks is incredibly user friendly. I can make my selections and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. As the host of Locked On Fantasy Baseball, here are some rock solid picks. Opt for Shohei Otani to have less than 38.5 home runs this season. Opt for Bobby Miller to have higher than 150.5 strikeouts this season. And for Bryce Harper to have higher than 97.5 ribbies this season. Download the app today and use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Again, download the app today. Use the code LOCKEDONMLB for first deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy. Today's episode of the Lockdown Reds podcast is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. Head on over to rockauto.com and tell them that Lockdown sent you. You are Locked On Reds, your daily Cincinnati Reds podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Reds fans, and welcome in to the Locked On Reds podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm your host, Jeff Gar, super fan and uh, slightly addicted to the Cincinnati Reds. I've turned my addiction into information for you today. We are going to talk about game one of the Diamondbacks' visit to Great American Ballpark. Zach Gallen on the mound for the Diamondbacks going up against... La Piedra. It's a La Piedra kind of day at Great American Ballpark. But before we jump into talking about that game and that series, we've got more reaction to just dumb stuff that Major League Baseball is doing. We're going to do that here in the first segment. Before I jump into that, though, make sure that you're following the podcast on whatever podcasting provider you're currently listening to, whether it's the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y, or iTunes, Spotify, wherever. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you're following. Also, follow me on Twitter at Jeff Carr with three Fs and follow the show at Reds. And uh, check those out on Instagram as well. Although my Instagram handle is flipped for my personal one. It's at car Jeff. Still three F's though. And save the lockdown reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159 reactions, questions, comments, whatever you've got Friday. We will take a look at those. All right. So let's jump in. Let's dive in. Major League Baseball doubled, tripled, quadrupled down on their stupid decision. With Nicholas Castellanos. They rejected his appeal. There is no reasoning given. Uh, No uh, release was had from Major League Baseball. Uh, They had a press release yesterday talking about how many minutes people have watched baseball on MLB.tv. Maybe why they were counting all those minutes. They forgot to look at Nicholas Castellanos' appeal. I don't know. Because it seemed pretty straightforward. I don't know what he did. If you're going to get mad at him for flexing and getting excited about scoring a run, well, then there's a lot of other players we got to get mad at around the league. And if you're going to say that he was aggressive, 
then you probably meant to point at the guy wearing catcher's gear for the St. Louis Cardinals. You know, the guy who bumped the ump, grabbed Castellanos on the back of the neck. Honestly, I don't know how Castellanos didn't react. That was just a zen job. I, I don't know how on earth you can be that calm in that situation. Somebody puts their hand on the back of my neck. <laughs> I I better know you. All right, this it better be like a friendly thing. Because if it's a do, if it's a enemy, if it's a stranger, if it's somebody I don't know, and they're trying to grab the back of my neck, my first reaction is probably going to be to throw some kind of punch, slap, kick, elbow. I don't know. Cassianos was cool as a cucumber. He steps back. He puts his hands behind his back, like I'm not doing nothing. I ain't doing a thing. I don't understand how that gets penalized. I don't understand how he has to serve any sort of uh, punishment for that. It's absolutely ridiculous. But because he lost his appeal, he will be out of the lineup tonight and tomorrow night against the Diamondbacks. Two right-handed pitchers. So honestly... If we're going to do this whole thing where we're like, well, you know, it's not that bad. It's only two games, and it's against right-handed pitchers, so Tyler Naquin can slot into the lineup just fine. We're not too worried about that. It's going to make the lineup a little bit left-handed heavy. So expect to see plenty of Alex Young and Caleb Smith out of the Diamondbacks bullpen in this series. Those are their only two lefties. But it's just, it is absolutely ridiculous. And I'm not going to get all up in arms like I did. You can, there's a past episode a couple of weeks ago, whenever they first passed down this suspension ruling, I'm not, I'm not going to get anywhere near that excited or that mad because I think we all get it. We all understand. In fact, you don't even have to be a Reds fan to get it. There's been some Cardinals fans that have been like, what? He was suspended? Because it's absolutely ludicrous. Major League Baseball botched this. It was a total, total clown show job by Major League Baseball. Boy, oh boy, do we have a group of people that know how to run a sport. Just, ugh, whatever. One, one other piece of news, roster news for the Reds yesterday. Cam Bedrosian cleared waivers and made it to the alternate site in Louisville down in he'll start the season in AAA most likely to figure out his command stuff. And, uh, yeah, I mean, we all know what we saw from Cam Pedrosian as far as on the mound in the major leagues, but the fact that he passed through waivers, that every single team in the league had a chance to pick him up and nobody did, you don't need a stat to uh, convince you where Cam Bedrosian's at right now. All right, so we're going to look at this series. The Reds and Diamondbacks begin today, tonight. Later this evening, depending on how you look at it, 640 with La Piedra on the mound looking to get right after a frustrating last start for him. We're going to talk about that here in just a moment. But before we get into that, I wanted to let you know that today's episode of the Locked on Reds podcast is brought to you by 1010, a capsule collection of diamond rings that are responsibly sourced and limited edition designs at a fair price. 1010 is an exclusive collection of 10 creative styles of diamond rings designed by 10 of the most distinctive designers working today. Rings sure to bring joy 
into her life. Using only diamonds responsibly sourced from Botswana, 10 female design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful ring, ideal for engagements, Mother's Day, or simply a beautiful conversation piece. They're the perfect way to bring light into her life. They're available now through Mother's Day only at BlueNile.com. Just search the words 10 by 10 when you get there. This collection features high quality, fine jewelry that will surprise and delight and fairly priced so you can give her something truly special and meaningful. If you're on the hunt for the perfect, unique ring she'll treasure forever, you're definitely going to want to check this out. They won't be around for long, so find them now by searching the words 10 by 10 at BlueNile.com. That's 10 by 10 at BlueNile.com. Also today, sponsoring the Locked on Reds podcast is Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes like Fiat and Kia and the models like Pacifica and the X-T5, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or even seemingly intimidating questioning like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX? And wait while the Counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right locked on in their How Did You Hear About Us section so they know that your pal Jeff from the Locked On Reds podcast sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need are at rockauto.com. And in the checkout section, in the How'd You Hear About Us area, type in Locked On. The Locked On Podcast Network is covering the NFL Draft from all angles. Catch up on the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 podcast presented by Odyssey. Follow Locked On NFL Draft and the Ultimate Draft Dudes podcast for the latest draft news. And stay tuned for more info about our live NFL Draft coverage. I love it. It's a great time of year for me. I'm a huge sports fan. I, I love baseball, obviously. I'm a big football guy as well, big basketball guy. Love the NFL draft. Thinking that the Bengals are going to go with Jamar Chase at number five. I just I got that feeling. And so do Jake and James from the Lockdown Bengals podcast. They were on the ultimate mock draft first episode, giving their fifth pick. I mean, you got to check that out. The Ultimate Mock is a great podcast. They basically treat every Locked On NFL podcast as if they are their team. They even make trades. They do all this other stuff. Check it out today on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right. 
Let's get back to baseball. La Piedra Day is today. He's pitching on the mound against Zach Gallen and the Arizona Diamondbacks. And I'm looking for a bounce back performance. He didn't have such a great day the other day in San Fran. And, you know, weather played a factor. I know that a lot of you are rolling your eyes at that. I've got a couple of people on Twitter that like to point out the weather forecast every time he pitches now because they think that I'm trying to make excuses for him or something like that. He's a human. He's not a robot. He likes the weather nice. I'm sure you like to be outside when the weather's warm and not when it's cold. Don't get me wrong. I loved being there on opening day, but I was freezing. I like it when it's going to be like tonight when it's in the 60s. Although, supposedly there's like wind and rain in the forehead. We'll, we'll have to see how that affects the game. Hopefully, it doesn't. But La Piedra is getting on the mound. An interesting breakdown of uh, his last couple of starts, or at least the starts that have concerned us by Reds Content Plus on their morning spend newsletter today, they took a look at where his sinker is ending up so far as the strike zone is concerned, and it's uh, not great. There's not been a lot of command with his sinking fastball because it's all been in the middle of the zone. In fact, both home runs he gave up to the Giants and the home run he gave up to Dylan Carlson on opening day have been off that sinking fastball because he's been leaving it in the middle of the zone. His changeup is fine. His changeup is still doing the normal work of just absolutely confounding hitters, as it always does. But you got to mix something in there every so often, and his sinking fastball is usually that one-two punch that he goes to. So hopefully here tonight, he works that out a little bit more. He is going up against... Zach Gallen. Zach Gallen is an interesting pitcher. A very young dude. His third season in the league, depending on how you want to count 2020. But his entire career, he's made 28 starts with a total of 156 innings pitched to a 2.77 ERA in his entire career. And mostly what he does is he throws a four-seam fastball and a cut fastball. The cut fastball is different enough that if a hitter is swinging expecting the four seamer the cutter will duck underneath his bat and he'll miss and his mo is throwing that cutter low and away against right-handed pitchers in fact he doesn't throw it all that much to lefties looking back last year because he's only made one start this year it's not i'm not going to look at one start and think i know a guy last season in 2020 he threw the cutter a total of 287 times, only 71 times against left-handed batters. What he does whenever he's facing lefties, though, is he throws his changeup. He only threw his changeup 47 times against righties, but 165 times against lefties. In fact, he threw that almost as much. There's only two more four-seam fastballs that he threw against left-handed pitchers or left-handed hitters. So it's mostly fastball changeup, and he mixes in a curveball a little bit too if you're hitting from the left side, which the Reds are going to have a lot more lefties in the lineup now than they did. It's going to be just simply A. Eugenio Suarez, Nick Senzel, and Jonathan India, and then you're going to have six lefties. Well, okay, five lefties plus the pitcher. We're not really worried about the pitcher hitting because, well, so far this season, for everybody that's like railing against the DH, congratulations. Pitchers hitting, they got a 103 batting average. Whatever. 
But Zach Gallen, even looking at last year, his splits are interesting because his ERA is slightly better against left-handed hitters than against right-handed hitters. Now, again, like we said with everything in 2020, it was a small sample size, but he allowed 26 hits and 137 batters faced on the left side versus 29 hits against 154 hitters on the right side. Three home runs from lefties, six homers from righty. So it'll be interesting to see how the Reds play up against him. Now, obviously, they got shut down by Shane Bieber on Sunday, so they're looking for uh, you know a bounce-back game in the lineup area. I think that they can get a couple of hits on him. Zach Gallen's first start, he lasted four innings. First start this season, he lasted four innings. He threw 82 pitches, gave up three hits, one of which was a home run to Steven Piscotty in the fourth inning. He did have two walks, but he also managed eight strikeouts in those four innings. So there's going to be a lot of swing and misses tonight. Hopefully the Reds can make some contact and get some hits and play and put pressure on him, forcing him to pitch out of the stretch most of the time. Also, traditionally in Gallon's career, the longer he goes through games, he fits the mold of don't let a starter go a third time through the order because his third time facing an opponent in the game, his slash line just shoots up. Like the first time through the order, opponents hit 166 with a 528 OPS. Second time through the order, they get a little bit better, 215 average with a 682 OPS. But then third time through the order, Opposing hitters hit 274 and get on base 33% of the time with a total of a 761 OPS against Zach Gallen. So I, I don't necessarily think that we're going to see a situation where Gallen goes the distance. I think probably five, six innings. If the Reds can get a couple of runs on him early, we might see him out even before then. And then you get into that Diamondbacks bullpen. All right, I got some thoughts about Eugenio Suarez. There's been a lot of people asking about him, and, and I've been wondering about him too. Like, what's going on? We're going to dig into some numbers here in just a minute. And speaking of diving into some numbers, I want you to take a look at some numbers on betonline.ag. They've got all the best lines when it comes to Major League Baseball, the NBA. They've even got lines for UFC and more. Check them out today at betonline.ag and set up your profile Using the promo code locked on, you'll say or you'll get 50% more on your initial deposit. When you go to bet online, they're going to give you just more money just for putting in the promo code locked on. It'll allow you to get off the bench and get in the game and start making money off your sports knowledge today. That's betonline.ag with the promo code locked on. And take this tip with you take Atlanta at plus 110 against the New York Yankees in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I know. Yankees at home, all this other stuff. Yankees have had a horrible start to their season, and Charlie Morton is on the mound for the Braves. Last time I gave you a tip, a couple, or I think it was last week, in, in Charlie Morton's last start, he was facing the Marlins, and I said, go for the Marlins. The Marlins ended up winning in extras. Morton actually pitched pretty decent. I think he's going to pitch pretty decent against this Yankees lineup here today. And I think the Braves are undervalued. Take him at plus 110 at betonline.ag and set up your profile today with the promo code locked on to get 50% added onto your initial deposit. That's betonline.ag and the promo code locked on. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. 
but I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. The Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason LaCanfora, and Brian Baldinger, our local experts for every team are making trades and picking the next stars of their team. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app, that's A-U-D-A-C-Y, or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. All right, so the one guy that we keep looking at in this lineup, especially now that Joey had the weekend that he did and just boosted every single stat, and now everybody's looking at him like, okay, he's, he's fine. Now everybody's focusing on Eugenio Suarez and what is going on with the Reds' shortstop. When you look at his statistics, the first thing that jumps out to my mind and the first thing that should jump out to everybody's mind – is the one thing that everybody hates talking about, and that's BABIP, batting average on balls in play. We heard about that so much last year, and like, oh my gosh, I'm so tired of that. I don't want to hear about it. I know that they're getting unlucky, all this other stuff. Well, that is the case for A. Eugenio Suarez. At least that's where it starts this year, because his career, BABIP, is at 309. And in fact, when you look at 2018 and 2019, the two years that he was pretty awesome and really started to break out, his batting average on balls in play was even better than that. And his BABIP in 2017 was right at 309. Right now, it's at 241. Now, that is a slight tick higher than 2020 that was 214. And his batting average is still a little bit lower than that. But so is his on-base percentage and all that stuff. Right now, I'm looking at him to get going here soon because the numbers say right now that he is at least not chasing bad pitches. He's in the 90th percentile when it comes to chase rate. That's why his walk percentage is so high. Everything else is a little bit worrying, though, because you're looking at average exit velocity. He's in the bottom 10%. Hard hit percentage in the bottom 8%. Expected at batting average is in the bottom 4%. These are things that I think will improve very quickly for him because when I look at the breakdown of pitches and how he has fared against different pitch types, his performance against breaking and off-speed pitches is like just unsustainably low. Last year in 2020, against breaking ball type pitches, he had an expected batting average of 157. And against off-speed pitches, he had an expected batting average of 258. This year, currently, right now, in this tiny, small sample size at the beginning of the season, against breaking ball-type pitches, Eugenio Suarez has an expected batting average of 89. 
That's not 189. That's not 289. It's, it's just at 89. That's like way too low. And then you have an expected batting average against off-speed type pitches of 60. Again, that's not 160. It's not 260. It's just 60. That is what, what you call unsustainably low. And whenever water finds its level, whenever the numbers get back to at least some sort of normalcy for him, which is going to be pretty quickly, I believe, then those are going to shoot back up. At least 100 points on each of them. Maybe not 100 points on the breaking ball just because he's historically struggled against them, but you're almost looking at a 200-point jump on off-speed pitches. So I'm thinking that here soon, a Eugenio Suarez is going to break out and we're going to stop worrying about him at the plate because he has looked a little bit better in the field. Now, don't get me wrong. He's not going to be a gold glove shortstop. Stop thinking that he is. But when he makes a decent play, and he turns it into an error, that's what we're most worried about. He's done a lot less of that here lately. So I think here at the plate, it's going to follow. He definitely couldn't find a rhythm against Shane Bieber. Shane Bieber just kind of owned him, to be honest with you. That game on Sunday for him is one that he is quickly going to forget. He was 0 for 4 with two strikeouts. Did not really make any solid contact, even on foul balls. But even going back, to the beginning of the series, the first game, he had a hit and two runs, and that hit was a double. So I think that we're seeing signs that he's going to be just fine. It's early on because you're going you're gonna to sit there and look and say, Jeff, he's batting under 200. Yeah, but he's only had 63 plate appearances. In 2019, he had 662 plate appearances. He's got a lot more time, guys, a lot more time than you think. I... I I know that in this day and age, we are quick to react to everything that we see. Baseball really challenges that. As a baseball fan, there's got to be a little bit of patience. And yeah, it sucks when your team loses. It sucks when your favorite player strikes out and things like that. But with baseball, it's not like football. One loss does not derail the season. In fact, in many times when it comes to baseball, 70 losses doesn't derail the season. In fact, if you lose 70 games... You had a pretty good year. So you got to chill out a little bit with the struggling hitters and stuff. Guys are going to go through ups and downs. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. I'm trying to think of more cliches to throw in here. But when you look at Gino and you say, man, oh, man, I'm worried about him. I I don't know. Maybe they got to set him down. Maybe they got to drop him in the lineup or something. It's not working at shortstop. Stop it. Stop it. He's going to be fine. And it's going to start happening here. I, I'm, I'm thinking in the next couple of weeks, I, I bet we're even going to see a nice series against the Diamondbacks. Gino is going to be just fine. And that's how we're going to end it today. Looking forward to La Piedra Day here at 640 as he takes the mound against Arizona and Zach Gallen at Great American Ballpark. We're going to react to what happens in that game on tomorrow's podcast make sure that you are following the podcast that way you don't miss it also follow me on twitter at jeff Carr with three f's and follow the show at locked on reds and save the locked on reds line number into your phone at 513-549-0159 but that'll do it for us here today thanks so much for downloading and listening and i will talk to each and every one of you tomorrow
Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.